Hello, and welcome back to the next episode of the CareCast. My name is Maddie. I'm Yasmin. And I'm Itzel. So as we mentioned um, in our last episode, this month the care office will be focusing on healthy hookups and how to safely engage them. Um, and as we mentioned, to switch things up, we're doing a little bit of shorter episodes this month and talking about various topics surrounding hookup culture. So today we're gonna to be talking about the do's and don'ts of hooking up. Um, but before we get into today's episode, I'd like to give some friendly resources. So as always, we do have the Care Campus Advocate, Bina Cano. You can call or text her at 209-386-2051. She does work the business hours, uh, Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Um, but if you do need any kind of service, um, outside of these business hours, feel free to contact the Valley Crisis Center 24-hour hotline at 209-722-4357. Um, and someone will always be on the other end of that line, uh, regardless of the time or the day. Uh, but on that note, I'll go ahead and pass it off to Yasmin to quickly go over um, what hookups are, uh, just as a refresher from last week's episode. Yes, thanks, Maddie. So hookups can mean many different things to many different people. However, the ultimate definition of it is that it's really to form any kind of intimacy with another person. And usually this is like someone that you don't necessarily consider as a significant other, right? So when it's said by the modern youth, it really means to like make out. I remember in high school, people used to refer to making out as hooking up. And when said by people between the ages of like 20, maybe in their 30s, usually college kids, I know we tend to hear it a lot, hooking up means to have sex. And Honestly, if an elderly person is using the word hookup, I feel like they're probably just referring to hanging out with someone. But there are different meanings of hookups to different people. However, I feel as if there's the general like do's and don'ts of hooking up that can keep you safe and that can keep you mentally and physically healthy. And I'll pass it on to Itzel to kind of go over that. Yes, so let's go over some do's of hooking up. So the first thing you wanna do is you want to be safe, making sure you protect yourself because safe sex is the most important thing. And you want to use protection at all times, whether that be a condom, birth control, or the female condom. Although a condom is always most effective against um, STDs and a birth control isn't always very much guaranteed. You also want to make sure you're in a comfortable location. You don't want to hook up with someone in an isolated area in which no one can find you. You want to notify people where you are, um, where you will be, and when you expect to go home. There's also some great apps like Life360, Find My Find My Friends on iPhone, and so many other apps that will help you track locations. I personally use Life360 because it helps me like pinpoint exactly. Like sometimes I'll see my mom parking the car, and I'll be like, okay, she's home. So you want to make sure like you're using those apps just to keep you safe. I'm not saying anything's gonna happen, but just in case. Have fun. Um, a hookup should be fun and it should be no commitment. And you wanna make sure you enjoy yourself. So make sure that at all times you, you're feeling liberated, you're feeling sexy, you're feeling fine, you're feeling, but at the same time, you're cautious, you know? You also wanna make sure you serve your own drinks to avoid any confusions. Sometimes it's very sad to say, but serving your own drinks will literally make your night so much better. And plus, you know, what kind of drinks you like, you know, what, how much you want to put of something in it. So serving your own drinks and protecting your drink is very important in a hookup with a stranger you don't know. Make sure you both let each other know of any health-related issues like 
STDs, or maybe you have asthma and you're like, you know what, like I can't do too much workout. And so you want to be cautious of those things because you don't want to be caught in an act and, you know, the person has asthma or they might have an STD and it, it gets tragic. It's important to keep yourself and them safe at all times. You also want to be confident. Make sure you're confident in yourself because confidence is key to a healthy hookup. Thanks, Adele. Um, one that I do really want to touch on is sharing your location. Um, I think that one's really important. I know um, my brother, who is 18, um, is on a lot of dating apps, um, and he meets people often. And so when he like comes and tells me these things, I get a little nervous. So I try to make sure to always let him know to share his location with someone. And it doesn't have to be me as his older sister um, or like a family member, but even like a friend, um, just kind of letting them know like, hey, um, you know, I'm going out with this person. Maybe I've never met them before. Because um, I think that can be really important to keep yourself safe. Um, I know that um, people like to think online when you meet someone and you connect someone or connect with someone that, um, you know, you really know the person. Um, and I wish that could be true. Um, but it's as you were mentioning, um, you can never be 100% sure that someone is who they say that they are on these apps. And so sharing your location is a really great way to make sure that um, someone knows where you are, someone knows who you're with, um, and all of those kinds of things to make sure that, you know, if something does happen, someone is able to come get you or uh, notify uh, someone to get help as well. Um, and again, like with my brother, so I do try to encourage him to like share his location with friends, or if you aren't able to, um, or like if you don't feel comfortable sharing your location like permanently, I know on um, like find my iPhone or like, like in your text messages, if you have an iPhone, you can share your location like till the end of the day. So, um, or like for 24 hours. So there's also like time limits too, um, which is like a good alternative if you didn't want to share your location like infinitely with someone. Definitely. And I think, I think making sure that you do your research on what kind of apps you're on will help you because sometimes some apps are not very safe or not very user-friendly and you could pretend to be anyone and catfish an individual. So making sure that you're in apps that even allow you to verify your identity is so helpful because at least you'll know who you're speaking to. And some of them even allow you to share your, your location from there. So like I said, making sure you know what apps you're using, doing your research will be so helpful in the long run. Although it'll take maybe like 30 minutes to do that research at the end, it's gonna be so helpful and it'll help you have amazing experiences. It's all that's honestly like something I don't think I've ever really thought about or like I don't think a lot of people have thought about that you know because I feel like when I'm like signing up for something like I see like like just so many words sometimes that I'm just like okay agree or like yeah I accept but I don't actually know what I'm accepting and such so like how do you like verify these apps and such like what kind of criteria do you sit like hold them up to? Um, personally thank you Yasmin, for the great question but personally, I tend to, I'm a very, very curious person. So anything I'm using, I do a lot of research on it. And so I usually type like user-friendly or safe apps, safe dating apps. And some of the great apps were like Bumble, which actually requires photo ident identification um, from you. So in order to use the app, you kind of have to like submit a picture that it's really you. Um, and it also has in-app video and voice calling features. So your personal information stays protected, you know, you don't have to say, oh, well, I want to FaceTime you. Maybe give me your phone number. You don't have to do any of that because you're like, well, the app lets you do that. Let's do that. 
And so it really keeps you anonymous. And another one is also Baradu, which also has like a three-step face, phone, and social media verification system, which makes sure it's like that you know who you're communicating with. And it also helps you from getting hacked. You know, you might have some pictures there or some videos that you don't want anyone to see and it keeps you really safe. So like that's those are the kind of things I do. I just really look up little bit little things like oh user-friendly or even inclusive apps. And like her is an inclusive app, which was a dating app created by queer women, but now it's for all gender identities. Um, and it has like various communities as communities and communication um, ways. So you're able to talk with everyone and make sure you're, all, you're safe. So definitely like just looking up little key things like safe apps to use or safe apps for the LGBT community, you know, because you also don't want to get catfished or harmed for your identity. And so I think those things are very important. And with that, we also want to go ahead and talk about the don'ts of hooking up. So Maddie, do you want to go ahead and talk about that? Yeah, thanks, Edsel. So on last week's episode, we talked a lot about being open and openly communicating with your partner and talking about what you expect out of a hookup. Um, And so if the person that you're hooking up with uh, lets you know that all they're looking for is casual sex, it's important that you're making sure that you don't get attached um, because that can essentially lead to heartbreak. So that's why setting these expectations in the beginning and having these kinds of conversations is so important just to make sure that you don't get attached. Or if you're someone like myself who is um, really emotional and really kind of, I think like the emotional connection is really important for me. And I think that comes with physical connection as well. So I know that I'm not the kind of person who would be able to hook up with someone casually. Um, So I kind of have to be honest with myself in that way um, and understand like, you know what? I don't think that I have this in me. And so I wouldn't want to put myself in that kind of position where um, I guess my heart would be broken, you know, falling for someone who made it very clear that, you know, all they wanted was X, Y, and Z. So um, that's why it's really important to have those conversations just to make sure that you don't get attached um, or that, Um, you know, you're not expecting a call from this person who you casually hooked up with um, when, you know, they stated that it was pretty much just for the night or, um, you know, X amount of times. What do y'all think about that, um, that don't of hooking up? Uh, Definitely. I think defining your boundaries is very important because you don't want to go into a relationship thinking, well, a hookup, thinking, oh, you know what? this is a one night thing for me. For me, it's like, we're just gonna do it once and we're never gonna talk or see each other again. But then you don't want the other person to think, oh, maybe something will blossom from this because then that's how attachments happen and that's how people get hurt. So definitely before you even meet up, be able to communicate that through whatever apps you're using. Be like, hey, you know what? This is what I'm looking for. What are you looking for? And if you both agree, then it'll make a great match. If not, then you might wanna avoid that heartbreak. So thank you, Maddie. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. Um, And also kind of on that note of, um, you know, like making those boundaries clear. I also think it's important to let the person that you're hooking up with know, um, I guess, like where that boundary lies. Um, Because a lot of times, like in the media, you see people who um, stay the night, right? Or you also see people who don't want to stay the night. So I think that can kind of be like an uncomfortable like position to be in. Like, do I say, do I not say, is it weird if I say wake up the next morning? Um, so again, have that conversation um, because you never want to be in a position where you're hooking up with someone and you overstay that welcome and make things a little weird and uncomfortable. 
honestly, I think that all really ties into what we talked about last week about having like that open communication and how that will stabilize any kind of healthy hookups for you, like in that moment with that same person even, or honestly in future hookups, right? Honestly, also another don't would be to kind of not overshare your personal information. This also ties into communication because, you know, before you hook up with someone, you definitely get to know their name or so, but I don't think they need to know much more about you. Like make sure to keep your anonymity because it will keep you safe. At the end of the day, if this is just something that's a one night stand, um, then you don't want this complete stranger knowing everything about you. Um, How do you all feel like people kind of contain, like how do you think that you can introduce yourself to someone and have a great conversation without oversharing any personal information? Do y'all have any tips on that? I feel like for me, I would just be myself in the sense of like my name, my interests and such, but you know, like keeping it quite anonymous when it's like about like where I work or like specifically like what school I go to and such, just like those things I feel like can be big factors in keeping you safe. Definitely, I think as like, there's a lot of ways to have a fun conversation without oversharing like with you both. I feel like I know little things about you, but I don't know everything about you. You know, I don't know where you, I don't know where your siblings work, where you live um, specifically. And so I think like sharing little things are okay. Like, I don't think sharing like, hey, you know what? I live in, maybe I live in Half Dome. This is my room. I think that's too much information. Um, Sometimes maybe you say, yeah, I have a sister, but you don't go into detail about your sister. You just don't want to share information that can get you tracked down. Um, but little things like your favorite color, maybe what your favorite food, that's okay. And it makes for a fun conversation or even sharing like a fun little story, like maybe an embarrassing moment or a moment where you've tripped and you're like, you know what, that was really funny. I think those are really fun conversation starters and then could get the other person to share those little things. And in that way, like you shared that little aspect of your life, but it doesn't define who you are and it won't help them track you down. So I think those are really important. Yeah, for sure. And honestly, like in those kind of moments or like when you're going out or when you're getting to know people and like have the intentions of going home with someone that night, um, if those are your intentions for the night, then the people that you should be sharing information with are your friends or your loved ones and making sure not to turn off your cell phone or your location, making sure that they have that your location and you're sharing it with them and having your cell phone on you enables you to have the ability to reach out for help at any moment, right? Um, it's important to be aware and not overdrink or consume drugs that are going to take you to this point of um, incapacitation, right? Like you wanna be as w- aware of, as you can if you're alone and all your loved ones or friends have of you is your location. Um, these are the type of don'ts that will definitely help keep you safe in these moments. Do y'all have any other like kind of lasting tips to go on to? Yeah, thank you, Yasmin. So a tip I would have is maybe if you're like me where you're kind of scared, not scared, but you you kind of feel unsafe at times. And remember the whole point is to feel safe during a hookup. You can go to a hotel, rent a hotel, Airbnb or whatever, as long as it's not in your, your home or their home, because that way, 
they won't be able to come back and find you, you know, and it keeps that anonymity between you both where, oh, where, where does she live or where do they live? That way they can't find you. And you also want to stay in areas where there's cameras. Um, it's very sad to say, but sometimes that could really help you and it could really save your life. So make sure you stay in areas where there's cameras or at least they're well lit. You don't want to go to the back of an alley or the woods on a first date because you never know what happens, you know, unless you completely, completely feel safe. And even then try to stay in well lit and well walked areas just in case. And I think that's a really great last tip itself. Um, really making sure to, you know, stay in public places to make sure that you're in places where people will see you. Um, I also think that like the cameras thing um, is a really like interesting like point, just because um, we talked about like hotels and potentially hooking up in hotels rather than like your home or their home, just to make sure that you're kind of like in a neutral place where no one's going to get hurt. Um, and oftentimes like in, in these like hotels, um, there's like cameras in the hallway or like in the elevator. Uh, so if anything did happen, there's kind of that sense of security. Um, that someone will be able to know like who you were with or where you went um, and be able to, you know, kind of put the pieces together if something wants to happen. So we really hope that you enjoyed all of these different do's and don'ts of hooking up. Um, we hope that they were helpful for you and we hope that um, you'll be able to use them to have um, a fun and enjoyable um, and ultimately safe experience when hooking up. Um, I'm just gonna quickly go ahead and pass it off to Yasmin to go over some resources before we wrap up today's episode. So when you are hooking up, as we said, the do's and don'ts, there are definitely different things that can help keep you safe, right? And health promotion is a great resource that can offer you with free condoms, anything that you may need to have a safe and pleasurable time. And they are located in Granite Pass 159. Their email is healthpromo at ucmerced.edu. Amazing staff, you can email them, reach out at any time, and I'm sure there will be someone there to help support you in any way. And we also have CAPS, which is the Counseling and Psychological Services. They're located in the new Wellness Center. Their number is 209-228-4266. And their email is counseling at ucmerced.edu. Also an amazing resource with some very kind and welcoming staff. Planned Parenthood is located anywhere in different areas, but the one in Merced, uh, their number is 209-723-7751. And the Valley Crisis Center is the 24-hour hotline, and their number is 209-722-4357. And you can email them at info at alliance4u.org. And lastly, our very own campus advocate, Lena Cano. She is located in the care office from nine to five on the weekdays. And her number is 209-386-2051. So that wraps it up for today's episode. We hope that you enjoyed and stay tuned for future episodes. I know that August, I mean, no, it's July still. July is coming to an end. So August is right around the corner. And our next episode, we will be talking about something a little bit different than healthy hookups. So make sure you're going to check that out and check out our TikTok, 
at UCM Care and social media pages like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook for weekly posts and office updates. And if you want to hear a bit more detailed pieces about what we talked about today, definitely check out our blog, which is ucmcareblog.weebly.com. Thanks, y'all. Have a good one. Bye, everyone.